Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, and welcome to the podcast, and hello new followers, thank you for following the podcast, I really do appreciate it, thank you. Let's get started on the show. Mike Tyson's Ferrari F50 is up for grabs at probably like 250000 Aston Martin in no rush to develop autonomous Lagonda, thankfully. Mercedes preparing Stuttgart factory for electrified future. Mercedes hopes Ferrari F1 Mastermind can keep its winning form. Ford working on pothole warning system for drivers. Because of course, seeing out of the window doesn't matter anymore. All the safety systems can help you basically have your eyes closed. Studying Aston Martin Vanquish Zagato shows up in Mexico. Bugatti Chiron can do 0 to 250 to 0 in under a minute, apparently. And if you don't know how fast that is, simply put, that's painfully fast. Guy renting out... 1200 horsepower Nissan GTR in Colorado. Or sorry, you can rent out a 1200 horsepower Nissan GTR in Colorado. But don't. Because when I say it has 1200 horsepower, I mean it has 1200 horsepower at the wheels. And if you don't know what that means, to put it simply, the horsepower car makes at, you know, at the engine, at the crankshaft, because that's what the pistons are connected to, will not be the same of what the horsepower is at the wheels. Because most gasoline or diesel cars they have to move the transmission, the driveline, the axle, the differential. You know, they have to move all of these. Well, I want to say heavy, but we'll just say they have to move all these bits, and that requires power. That you know, that requires torque. So all of that eats up the power from the engine to the wheels. So the the power the car will have at the wheels is not necessarily the power the car has at the engine. So when this GTR has 1,200 horsepower at the at the wheels, that's about 1,400 horsepower, which is which is terrifying even in a GTR, so do not rent it. No regular driver can handle, at best, 400 horsepower, so no, no sane person should try to rent something with 1,400 horsepower. The Trunchy GE3 is America's next Chinese electric SUV, though when it comes to America is, oh, apparently it's going to debut at Detroit. Interesting. New DS7 Crossback midsize SUV captured undisguised and, yes, it looks good. In fact, it looks really good. Can't wait to see that in the flesh. Well, I say in the flesh. Can't wait to see non-grainy pictures of it. Fiat launches a limited edition 500X for Fulham FC fans. I don't know what that is, but I'm just going to assume it's European football. Aussie cops using telephoto lenses to nab drivers using phones. 2018 Dodge Challenger SRT Demon makes another online appearance through Instagram. Does this intriguing Honda patent show a road going project 2 and 4? I don't remember the 2 and 4 concept. And this patent looks... The best way I can explain it is it looks like a four-wheeled motorcycle. I don't know if that really makes all that much sense, but that's what it looks like to me. Or, if anything, it looks like Honda's idea of an aerial atom. 2017 Buick LaCrosse misses Top Safety Pick Plus rating over headlamps. No, I'm not joking. Here's an Alfa Romeo 1900C SS Coupe by Touring to go with your beach house. And yes, it's also yellow, so it'll perfectly go with your beach house. Top Gear's Rory Reed shows the perfect pointlessness of the aerial nomad. BMW creates fantastic flying motorcycle concepts inspired by a Lego model, interestingly enough. Judge says lawsuit over Chevrolet Cruise Diesel's emissions cheating will proceed. Wow. Volkswagen Group's worldwide sales slipped by 4% in January, but U.S. was up 14%. Lamborghini teases 2018 Huracan Performante's new Nürburgring record. 
Kia giving NBA NBA fans free Uber rides during All-Star Weekend. 2017 Honda Ridgeline gets 5 stars from the NHTSA, or the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. New SCG 003S coming to Geneva, claiming title of world's fastest road legal car at the ring, apparently. We'll see how that goes. Hyundai teases new i30 wagon ahead of Geneva debut. German firefighters cut open a new Porsche Panamera during, during training, for some reason. Tech art gears up several Porsche world premieres for Geneva. 2018 Audi RS4 event is about to return in its all fender flared glory. 2018 Audi SQ5 goes on sale in UK from £51,200. Or basically, you're paying about 66 grand for a Dodge Journey sized crossover. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me either. Jaguar gunning for M3s and C63s with upcoming 500 horsepower XE SVR. Cigarette Racing Boat gets Mercedes AMG GTR inspired design. Brabus launching GLC and GLC Coupe performance models. Bespoke Lo Lotus Avora 410 plays tribute to famous submarine Bond car, aka the, Lo the old Lotus Esprit. BMW preparing M2M Performance Edition for the US. All new 2018 Hyundai Accent for North America debuts in Toronto. And before you ask, yes, the front end does look good, as with a lot of modern Hyundai. Some are weird, of course, but I like how the how this accent looks. Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk to apparently debut in New York. That's interesting. 2018 Mercedes-Benz E-Class Cabriolet debuting in Geneva. Oh, right, right. My bad. Geneva is apparently coming up as well. Big, big auto show. Yeah, the rear end's not that bad either, but yeah, I quite like it, actually. Volkswagen agrees to fix or buy back another 78,000 diesel vehicles in the U.S. Barn Fine 1972 Toyota Crown returns on the road after 25 years of storage. Mercedes-Benz Urban E-Truck morphing into production model this year. Kia Niro Electric coming next year with Hyundai Ioniq's powertrain. Probably gonna have to stretch the wheelbase a little bit, though. This Mercedes-Benz SLR McLaren has been abandoned since 2011, or basically, it's been abandoned for almost six years. Yeah, you can bet the oil is gonna be just rotting inside that engine bay. PSA intends to keep up a 100% German if deal goes to- oh no, I remember that. Oh, this is bad. Mercedes issues former recalls for new GLS, GLE, and E-Class models. Also, if you're wondering why the PSA getting Opel is bad, oh, well, put it this way. Opel and Vauxhall, because they're also a part of the deal of GM selling them, this is bad because PSA, or Peugeot and Citroen, are essentially direct rivals to Vauxhall and Opel. So, them getting Opel and possibly Vauxhall is bad. I mean, in, in terms of overlapping, this is bad. Hopefully, I don't want Opel or Vauxhall to die, but... At the same time, they need to find a better venture than PSA. Brand new Corvettes, including a Z06, damaged after transporter rubbed shoulders with another truck. Because of course, knowing the width of any vehicle you're driving doesn't matter even in the slightest. Honda created an NSX-inspired outboard marine engine because YOLO, even though I hate that saying. Toyota UK slashes Prius Fev prices by £3,200. 2019 Mercedes-Benz A-Class to get S-Class-esque dual screen digital display or basically you'll have a giant ugly tablet on your dashboard new dodge challenger srt demon will launch like a rocket ship maybe due to its tires even though apparently it can slightly crinkle its tires due to the sheer torque that it has which is scary gm ceo says selling opal to psa would be beneficial for both companies honda starts producing a new crv in indiana honda civic type r coming to geneva in production form yes can't wait to see that 
New Land Rover Discovery arriving in UK this week, starting from £43,495. Or that's like, that's about, wow, that's about 62000 ish 2018 Opal Insignia Grand Sport, priced from €26,940, I think. This Porsche 911 Turbo has 590,000 miles on the odometer. Not 590, 590,000. Yes, that's ridiculous, but that's also awesome. They actually used their car. Ferrari 812 Superfast, yeah, that's kind of a lame name. Bows with 789 horsepower, 6.5 liter V12. Does it look insane? Yes. Does it look good? To my eye, yes. Is it awesome? Completely. One of the earliest Ferraris is coming out for auction. I kind of doubt that. To be fair, there's a lot of unknown Ferraris that we probably don't know about, so... Heroic German Tesla driver saves man in out-of-control Volkswagen. I think the man had a heart attack behind the wheel of his Volkswagen or a seizure. I can't really remember, but yeah. Italian Design introduces new brand dedicated to production cars. Kia to to reveal bespoke hydrogen model in 2021. That's a few years away. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you all after a word from our sponsor. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Hello everyone, we are back. Range Rover Sport Bev caught trying to hide subtle nose job. So wait a minute. So it's a Range Rover Sport. But what's the point of it being a Bev then? Because the Range Rover Sport Oh wait, no, no, my bad, my bad. When I heard Range Rover Sport, my mind immediately went to the fast one. I was like, right, right. Oh wait, yeah, hold on here. Okay, fine, Land Rover, they're the same thing anyway. Toyota adds more luxurious options with the iGo with exclusive edition. And it's not, it's not EX, you know, exclusive, it's XCLUSIV edition. It's trying to be all cute and funny, and it's not. It's irritating. Facelifted Skoda Octavia getting a 1.5 liter turbocharged engine this year. Volkswagen up exclamation mark. Review finds it pricey, but satisfying. Kia 7 Crossback midsize SUV captured completely undisguised. And you know what? Despite from the terrible name, it actually looks really good, in my mind. GM says it's sold out of all new models in 2016, and somehow, that's bad news. Let's go and see why it's bad news. Audi exec speaks out about all-electric 2018 e-tron SUV, says Q6 is another CUV. FCA design boss says industry needs to collaborate on autonomous cars. Mercedes AMG C63S estate might be the ultimate family sleeper. If you're, well, yeah, if your family can afford what is probably going to be an $80,000 estate car, then sure. And when I say estate car, what I mean is station wagon. Yeah. BMW individual mint green M3 competition is a true one-off. Especially because the color looks like a literal mint. Rentec turns the Mercedes Metris, which is like a modern sprinter but smaller, into a giant rolling toolbox. And it does look like a giant rolling toolbox. It's kind of bad because it's... It almost looks like it's trying to be cool and weird and... And stuff like that. And it's just weird. 
I don't... Oh, wait, no. Now I see. It really is a literal giant toolbox. Okay, that's something else. 2018 Ford Expedition is the new big kid on the block. That's right, we have gotten a new Ford Expedition. And I really can't... I can't be helped but... I can't help but be, be reminded of 50s and 60s station wagons when I'm looking at the pillars on this thing. But hey, some, some people might like that. But yeah, you know what? It looks really good, but it also looks really big. However, I must say the taillights look a lot like the ones on the Chrysler Portal. I'm not saying they should get sued. But yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Of, I find there to be a lot of similarities there. Similarities, sorry. While redesigned models such as the 2016 Malibu had their best year since 1980s in terms of sales, GM still registered an unfavorable product mix due to strong sales. Yes, really, we're not kidding you. Some, somehow. During their Q4 earnings report, GM noted that North American profit margins fell last year due to increased volume of recently... Oh, wait, sorry. Let me redo that. Increased volume of recently launched passenger cars such as the Chevrolet Cruze, Malibu, and the Spa. While that sounds counterintuitive, the fact is that selling more of these cars hurt GM's hurt. Or it's hurt GM since they make very little money on them. Oh, right, right, right. Because I totally forgot. Small car. It's hard to make money on small cars because, you know, they're so competitive and a bunch of other factors I've kind of forgotten. But, yeah. Basically, small cars is not actually a very an entirely profitable segment. Well, anyway. At the same time, the automakers still had to lay off 1,200 or higher workers due to poor crew sales. As cars continue piling up at dealerships nationwide with few customers. And I will say that GM actually earned a record... 12 billion in North America sales last year, but almost all of it for big SUVs and pickups, as reported by Auto News. For 2017, GM project projects another overall strong year with North American profit margins of at least 10%. Yeah, the small car market—it's so ridiculously competitive. Oh wow, a problem loading the page? Well, I wasn't expecting that, and I'm not being sarcastic. I'm being funny, but I'm not being sarcastic. I really thought it would have been the same. They're the exact same. Range Rover and Land Rover are exactly the same. The only difference is the car. Well, they share the same platform with a few of their cars. In fact, there's even a Range Rover on their core site here. But, I mean, genuinely, the only difference is the line of cars that they have. And I'm pretty sure Range Rover only had the Range Rover Sport. Nope, I'm wrong. They have the Range Rover. That That's about it. Yeah, because Land Rover has the Discovery Sport and the... All new Discovery as well, which actually looks pretty good as well. But if they have Discovery, the Discovery Sport, and Range Rover... Oh, well, right. Range Rover also has the Evoke, but... Eh. Like I said, it's exactly the same. In fact, why does the difference between Range Rover and Land Rover boggles me? I mean, there's just there's just no point. They're both exactly the same. I mean, that that's like calling the Toyota, the Toyota GT86 and the Subaru BRZ two different cars. They're exactly the same, and that's what it's like with Land Rovers and Range Rovers. Would this work as Tesla's all-electric semi-truck? I... I mean, it looks good, but once again, there's functionality problems. I mean, we all know electric... Really electric... Anything. Well, no, no, no. We'll say... For this argument, we'll say electric cars. We all know electric cars have terrible range. Even the best ones these days can barely do 250 miles. And you're like, oh, well, that's... You know, that, that's barely a commute in the city. And if you're always driving, that's going to be even worse. What if you're like me and live in the suburbs... Going anywhere that isn't right around town, like, I don't know, Stapleton, Northfield, Roar, you know, but doing that more than once, you're not getting a lot of miles, and especially when regular cars can manage at least a minimum of 500 miles, that's pathetic, really. And if, and if cars 
can barely do that. What are trucks going to be able to do? Yeah, more batteries. However, it's going to take more power to move more weight. And we all know, the more weight it takes in a smaller engine, the more the smaller engine is working, meaning it's less fuel efficient. That's why downsizing stunk, and that's why everyone was like, oh no, no more downsizing. It doesn't work. And it's quite simple. Small, if you have a big car and you have a small engine, the small engine is going to have a harder time moving the extra mass of the bigger car. I mean, it's going to be, it's always going to be under stress, making it less efficient because it's going to be working harder to move the ridiculous amount of mass. That's why downsizing doesn't work. But even for electric cars, even for, you know, the semi-truck, the same sort of principle can be roughly applied here. If, I don't know, how many batteries does a Tesla have? A thousand or so? And I'm not even exaggerating. That's about it. That maybe 800. I really can't remember. But if that's what I, if that's what a Tesla has, and that weighs about 5,000 pounds, what are electric semi trucks going to be like? Semi trucks are already heavy, but electric semi trucks are going to be even heavier because batteries. There's going to have to add more batteries to get that range and the power you need to move it. Yes, the advantage of the electric cars is you have instant torque, and that's going to be really good for a semi truck. But that it's not, because in order to get really good instant torque for it to really work, and for you to have good range, you're going to have to have a thousand back, you know, five thousand batteries. That's just not going to work. I'd be surprised if they got three hundred miles on a charge. To be quite frank about it. Oh, right, the Range Rover Sport SVR. That's the one I was thinking of. Well, that and just the fast one that I can't really remember the name of. Or what the trim level's name is. Also, I would hate to know how long it would take to charge an electric semi-truck. That would just be... Oh my gosh, that would be awful. 1969 Mercedes S... Sorry. 230SL Restomod runs on an LS1 Corvette V8. I don't know how they shoehorned it into the engine bay of that 230SL. But that, that sounds like an awesome engine swap to me. Doug DiMuro, I'm sorry if I said your name wrong, needs help choosing his next car. I thought he still had the Viper, though. I, I don't really keep up on what he does. But yeah, so apparently you have the regular Range Rover Sport. You know, the Ford ones and the... Oh, oh, okay. So you have the Autobiography. I don't know why they called it that. They, oh, the Range Rover Sport Supercharged. Right, that's the fast one. Outside of the SBR, of course. Right, right. And then you have the HSE dynamic. Got it. Got it, right. Like I was saying, though... Oh, wait. And that's what they mean by doing the hybrid. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine-ish. I still would have done it on the regular Range Rover, those that I think would make a bit more sense. Not my problem. These spy shots reveal a gargantuan gem. I don't think it'll be a gem, but whatever. That will be the Rolls Royce Cullinan. I think I said that right. Mopar celebrates 80th anniversary with limited edition Dodge Challenger, dubbed the Mopar 17 Challenger, which is awesome. I mean, if you haven't seen images of it, Go look at images of it. It looks utterly brilliant. 2018 Lamborghini Urus SUV spot in production trim stays true to concept. I'm not a big fan of the front end. And I think the roof line is going to be very Evoke-esque in the sense that it ruins headroom. Headroom. Man, I'm forgetting everything. But yeah, still. But it may look good from a few angles, but I'm not, I'm getting, I'm not a big fan of how this front end looks to turn out. Acura is donating this custom NSX for a music charity auction. It's just a teaser, so I can't really tell what it looks like. McLaren's new boss wants to return to Le Mans, and frankly, I support that. 2018 Facebook the Mustang takes center stage for Ford in Chicago. Lego made Volkswagen Microbus an Atlas debut in Chicago as well. 
hotter Porsche Panamera e-hybrid coming to Geneva with at least 500 horsepower. Yeah, I'm telling you, some of these fast hybrids, I think they're going to be really cool. Jeep Wrangler Hunting Unlimited by Vilnir. I think I said that correctly. Is truly unique and truly expensive. He's found guilty of using defeat device in sushi. Oh, wait, that's the only one. South Korean court rules, apparently. 2019 Audi A1 small hatch will be a tale of evolution. Mark Weber says Red Bull Racing will challenge Mercedes this year. McLaren moving chassis production from Austria to the UK. Rory Reed sparks life into Top Gear with Aston Martin Road Trip. Mercedes open to creating AMG branded versions of its EQ models. Truck driver crashes 1965 Ford Mustang while loading it on board. I weep every time I see this. I just, I cry uncontrollably. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this and I will see you all after a word from our sponsor. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Hello everyone, it's, it's Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little bit sick right now. <laughs> I thought I'd raid Cody's podcast. It's been too long. It's been way, way too long. So, here I am, and I'm gonna raid the podcast. <laughs> sorry. Have you ever seen a four-door Corvette before? I haven't. This rare gem is selling for $65,000. Hey, hey, no, no, what are you doing? What are you, this is the second time, this is the second time that you have raided my podcast. Go, get out, out, out. But no, why? Because I have to do this. This is my job. So you sit, go. Get out, go. Go have some Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Get the one with the, letter, with the letters, though. Those are statistically proven to help you get better faster. You're lying. Yeah, yes. Yes, I am. Hello, everyone. I'm back on the podcast. Sorry. Yes, Xavier is sick, but that doesn't mean he gets to bring my podcast. That, that's just not fair. Well, yes. So anyway, let's get on to it. I guess I don't have to do the Corvette thing because he's already he's already stated that. Fast. Wow. Well, I don't even know what to do anymore. No, yes, I do. This Jaguar... Sorry, this... This... Man, I've gotten confused now. This Jaguar... Oh, this is awful. Thank you, Xavier. This Jaguar two-door would make you forget about the F-Type. Kind of would, but I'm not a big fan of the front end. The only road legal Ferrari FXX comes with a $12.5 million sticker price. Reserved only for the wealthiest of wealthy people who can't drive for, for the life of them. New Audi Q8 Coupe crossover prototype spotted in premium car convoy. Sorry. Yeah, no. I was right. 2017 Chevrolet Cruze Diesel becomes the most fuel-efficient non-hybrid EV in the U.S. 1,000 horsepower Lucid Air goes drifting in the snow during winter testing. 
Porsche truck transporting test test cars, including 2019 I-11, crashes in Sweden, sadly. Ex-Volkswagen boss Ferdinand Peitsch, Peitsch, Peitsch refuses to testify in German admissions probe. All-new 2019 Audi A6 finally comes out to play in a spy shot. Brand new replacement body shells now available. Sorry, body shells now available for classic Mini Mark One models, which is awesome. Subaru granted permit to test autonomous vehicles in California. Alpine A120 shows off its lightweight one lightweight one piece bucket seats ahead of Geneva debut. Now hold on, let's go and check out this 9/11 crash in Sweden. Like it's like the title said, apparently it has some test cards and maybe they have some interesting photos. Well, I might have been wrong about that. Um, well, I say that. Um, well, let me just say this right away. It's cool to see that they were, that, you know, they transport the test cars like this. But anyway, so the exhausts are in a different place. They're more in the center. There's two of them, but they're in the center rather than the... Dual, yeah, than the dual exhausted each side of the car and regular 911. You know, the four exhaust ports on here. Wheels are slightly different. Not really anything completely noteworthy. This photo is upside down. I'm gonna have to crack my neck in order to see it. Hmm. Sorry, I thought I saw something. Thought that I thought was interesting. Wasn't interesting as I thought it was. Uh, man, that's gonna be a shame for Porsche though. Especially as the test car's on top and the trailer's upside down, so the test car is kind of crushed. Hmm, interesting. That's a shame. Chevrolet Bolt drives itself masterfully through San Francisco. Ford updates electric focus in Europe with bigger battery and more range. Fit the EF7 to pack 600 horsepower into a carbon fiber chassis. This Mercedes SLK 32 AMG has soul, has an old soul and gold wing style. So, it's, so they put, so they put an old gold wing body on an SLK. That's not actually a bad idea. It looks pretty good to me. Toyota secures first WRC win since 1999. Porsche dealership hints at Cayman GT4 RS with 4-liter engine. Kia's new sedan spied mimicking the Hyundai Celeste. Uh, wow, that's a weird name. Mercedes-Maybach G650 Landolt. Landolet. Terrible name. Sends out the current G-Class. Tanner Faust rally crossing his Volkswagen on public roads is the best thing you'll watch today, though I haven't watched it. Audi plotting RSQ8 performance crossover for Geneva debut, maybe. And we have cops last week's news. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I will see you all next week. Hold on here, next week is... No, I'll see you all in March, because February is weird and only has 28 days.
Later. Bye. No, Xavier, out, out, out. You, you can ha you haven't made your soup yet, have you? Go, go make your soup. You've just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.